cheers to the third freaking episode. We made it. Episode three. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Welcome to Bad Therapy, episode three. <laughs> Technical difficulties aside, we are <laughs> back. We made it. We made it. Okay, so first of all, as all six of our listeners, <laughs> just kidding. We, we love every single <laughs> one of you. First of all, we're not wearing our headphones today because, <laughs> should we tell them like the real reason? <laughs> so we don't, uh, newsflash, we don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> and we, we, you know, there's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot of moving parts. And one of them being uh, cords and plugs and adapters. A thing with two holes. And it only has one hole. <laughs> it only has the thing that we plug our headphones into, which is also attached to our microphones, which records the mic onto the camera. You don't care about this. Anyone listening. Uh, doesn't have an extra headphone port. So it only has one. So the last two episodes, only one of us. My headphones were plugged into the poinsettia. Like if you're wondering, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna hide the cords so they don't notice. It was plugged into the plant. Turns out, <laughs> and they're like noise canceling. So I'm like screaming. Yeah, and I just tried them on because I was like, well, do you want to wear the headphones this time so you can like hear? And I put them on. I was like, there's you no can't hear Jack Diddley shot that there, I'm filming like this. There'd for be an times hour. where I'm like tuning out because like. I can't really hear Allie and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So screaming. we just decided as a collective until we get an adapter, because I'm sure there's an adapter out there somewhere. You get to look at our ugly heads. Yeah. You get to look at our big ass ears. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we've been having Christmas stuff in the middle here because it's, well, as we're filming Christmas is on Monday and it is Saturday. So I don't, this episode comes out on Thursday, so it'll be past Christmas by the time we film. So and I'm done with Christmas and she's just done I'm with Christmas. 100% last nervous breakdown of the year today. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I'm, fucking, I'm done. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm, I'm kind of over it as well. So anyways, we have this nice cozy pillow and we'll have to honestly just start getting creative. Like we're like, what do we put next to They're us? We're going to see like the plants in the middle next time. <laughs> Special guest, the plant. We have the plants like instead of the table, it's like on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck do I point like that? You just be moving funny. Okay. So back to our technical difficulties. There have been a pluth, a plethora. <laughs> And so our headphones, my headphones were never plugged in. That was, yeah. we were, it Which was a Fugazi. I didn't really realize how miserable. It was brutal. Or impossible to like engage in a conversation when you don't have, like I already feel like this is better. And I'm like semi-deaf as it is. Yeah. So it's, no, yeah. like there was times that I had to like, like yeah. pull out my right ear. You did a like, really good job for having that as an obstacle. Cause thank I, you. I didn't, I didn't even realize. With my ADHD here. though, like the voices <laughs> in my head would get really loud. Oh. Like with the headphones. <laughs> I have to like tune. You're like, back is in. it Allie or is it the Wait, voice in my head? Jeremiah. Wait. Speaking of which, the voices in your head. Okay. So we were going to talk about this at some point, but we might as well just talk about it now because you just said it, it just happened. Yeah. yeah. It's just flowing. That's how podcasts work. <laughs> That's so very true. Okay. So the other day, well, not the other day. A while ago, I've seen this a few times, but I was telling Madison about this yesterday and she was like, we have to talk about this on the podcast. So when you read, I'll start with the other one. So there's one about reading, but there's one about visualizing things inside of your head. And it's actually pretty crazy. It's called aphantasia. And I didn't know what you were, I had no idea what she was talking about. Like when she brought this yeah. up to me. Because I think like people don't know that it's a thing because everyone just thinks. What that, your head is, is yeah, normal. That yeah. Everyone is the same because you don't realize that other, that there's a difference between what you see in your head versus what other people see totally it's because it's not talked about often and you can't really compare it but i was scrolling on tiktok as one does one day and i saw i came across this video where someone was talking about a phenomenon called aphantasia okay so aphantasia is 
I just looked it up because I didn't want to get this wrong on the internet because there's already so much God forbid error. you say something incorrect on there's the internet. There's already so much false information out there. Okay. So aphantasia, the inability to form mental images of objects that are not present. So to break it down, I saw this TikTok and it was basically asking people to visualize an apple, a red apple. Or, or whatever apple, a green apple. Well, in this case, we'll go with the red apple. So you're supposed to like close your eyes and visualize an apple, okay? When I do this, I see nothing. Like I, I know there's an apple there. I know what an apple looks like. I can, it's very hard to explain. I can imagine an apple, but I cannot, I do not see an image Like when you in say my you head. see nothing, like what do you mean you see nothing? Like like black like yeah like the inside of my like obviously because i was arguing with her boyfriend about the this, inside of your head like <laughs> the back of my eyes like i see blackness but when you're like really get into like okay imagine like i i i don't see and i will say so there's i'll put the graph on the screen of like the phases uh that you can see one and there's five, like one right? through five yeah so i sometimes it's like a flicker of like an image a- and there's been times where i have been able to visualize things so that's why i'm 100% certain that there is a difference. Maybe it's like a muscle that you can like work that's out. What I, or, yeah. That's what, I, that's what kind of what it feels like because as I've gotten older, I think my imagination, I would say, has gotten less vivid. Vivid. Absolutely. 100%. Like, I, I mean, know, kids, you know, kids come like, up with the craziest shit. Okay, like, yeah. t- say you like tell me to uh, visualize like a, like a, something that doesn't exist, like a unicorn with eight legs. And I, for the life of me, I could not. Immediately. Yeah. Unicorn, eight legs, so, three horns. Two turtles on its back. I see it. Yeah. So exactly. And that's so that's the like on the opposite side of the spectrum is Madison can visualize the apple so clearly in detail. She can visualize someone eating it. She can visualize a monkey in her bathtub eating it is what she it's told me. It's shiny like with like I can see the pores on its skin. I can see the stem. I can see the leaves like I see the I can I can imagine anything in my head I can put in front of me and create it. That like is, with my eyes closed that is crazy to and me. like i didn't know that other people couldn't do that right which is so weird to me like you just and until i saw that tiktok i didn't know that people saw real vivid images in their head I- i'm so super jealous i know that it's a real thing because i used to i have when i dream okay i see i'll put an image on the screen of what i see when i'm dreaming but it's hard to explain because i i know what's happening in my dream but it's almost like a, it's like a thought. It's not a picture, if that makes any sense at all. It really doesn't to me because, and and like you were saying with the books, like hearing words in your heads, dreams, all I see is pictures. It's not a thought. It's not. Okay. So let's rewind to when I was saying, when you were like. Voices in my head. The voices in your head. <laughs> right. Okay. Rewind to the text. So when, so this was another thing that's like, I don't know if it's a, this is a phenomenon. I know the aphantasia thing is, but the text is, is like when you're reading, do you hear a voice in your head? Do you see a script while you're reading? Is it your voice? Is it someone else's voice? Is there someone narrating the book while you're reading it? Or is it completely silent? For me, it is silent. Silence. What is that? Like, I can't, I personally can't even imagine a world. So I'll say like, it is occasionally I can hear it's almost like I'm like reading it in my head, like quietly, but very rarely is that the case. But that's the only voice I've ever heard. It's never like anyone else's voice. I've never seen a script. Like I have a couple friends who say that they see the words as they're reading them in their head. Like going across their yeah, and, head. Yeah. And you said, what was your description? I don't see words. I 
when I read a book, it's like I'm watching a movie. That is, and if I wanted to narrate that movie that I'm reading as a book in Morgan Freeman's voice, I could. What? Like, that's why I like reading so much. Like to me, it's like not only is that it is- a brain exercise, but I'm watching. I'm going into a whole new world. I could change it to Morgan Freeman. I could change it to your voice. Any picture, any voice, I can change the characters. I wonder what, if it is a muscle in the brain. Because I was going to say, like, I wonder if it's a sign of intelligence because you're so smart that I could see your brain being, like, super hyper-functional and Maybe able it's to like do a, that. You know how but I'm say, also smart. Yeah, like, you know how they say that you can only use, like, I don't know, 2% of your brain or something Yeah, stupid? maybe it's just a different part. A different 100%. percent of your brain being activated. Be. Like, be. if they took a brain scan while I was reading and while you're reading, yes. I bet you my show would be lit up 100%. in a different in a different quadrant because I wonder if they've done that I'm sure should they, we look it up <laughs> we just patent this right <laughs> and and on this podcast we came up with the, the brain scan we figured it out <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I can guarantee you there's like in-depth they psychological looked studies into this. <laughs> because yeah because for me I mean I don't know if you never would have told me that not everyone saw that yeah I would have been like no wonder a lot of people don't read right that sounds boring and, and, and as hell and on the other side of it like no wonder you love to read she can read i'm not kidding she reads a book she reads like an entire page of a book in like 30 <laughs> seconds she can read an entire harry potter book in one day i have to limit myself for my reading because if i pick up a book my brain gets so locked in attached to it same thing if i'm watching like a tv show if i'm watching like a series my brain becomes so involved with what i'm watching that i will feel like it's a part of my life I'll feel like I'm living. So I've had experiences with when I have gotten into books, when you get really into the characters and the story and the plot, when it ends, it's like you have like a crisis mode where you're, you're like, for me, this is my experience. It's like, wait, it's, there's no more like these. And then you realize like, okay, this, these it's aren't not real, real people. Yeah, it's I'm not, not real. And it's kind of depressing, mm-hmm. but I've definitely never felt like I'm like inside the story. One time when I was watching Euphoria, <laughs> like I can't watch that show. <laughs> Cause like I got kind of drunk one night and like went home and like found some Advil and like smashed them up and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna like snort these You're like, like euphoria I'm gonna be a drug characters. Addict. You know, I like laid on the ground like all euphoria. You did out. not lay. On- no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> like I get weirdly if I was watching Shameless, all of a sudden okay, I want to start smoking so cigarettes. So this might be something else. Like, me- <laughs> I was like, I just have like a serious mental disorder. Like- <laughs> No, like me, my boyfriend, like we're careful about what we watch. Really, like, I get because he's like, I don't want you to be. I don't need you like snorting acting Advil. crazy the next day. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, interesting. So that I don't know if that explains you because you love like Harry Potter. Oh, I've <laughs> Like I do that every three minutes. So yeah, and I um, also have a Harry Potter tattoo. Like you do. I get weirdly attached. <laughs> To characters, to storylines, because it's so vibrant in my head. I can see that. That makes sense. That's crazy. Isn't that fucking That is really crazy. I know that the only storyline I've ever been so attached to that when it ended, I had like an internal crisis, is The Office. Okay, why that one? I don't know. It was just... I don't know, it, like, and I hated on that show for such a long time. I was being such a hater. I was like, it's not funny. I've seen it, because I had seen it on TV and, and whatnot, and... um. Just, you know, like, ha ha, he he, ha ha's, like, here and there. Yeah. But he's like, no, you have to watch it from the beginning all the way through. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I, I swear to God, when that show ended, I, I shed a tear. And I have now seen that show through, I'm not lying, like, at least eight times. At least. That's crazy. From beginning to end. And you know what? The writers, like, the way that they wrote that, the way that was produced, how 
absolutely popular, like worldwide viral, that yeah. is. Clearly, they wrote it in a way to get people like psychologically attached to it, to attached to the characters. So, yeah, and and hundred percent. And that's the thing is like I think if you're not attached to the characters in that show, it's not good. I mean, I love that show. The, the comedy part is good, like it's funny. But if you know the character, it's even better. I'd be like if you told the joke to like some stranger. Or like it would be like if you said like an inside joke to a stranger of ours where I would be on the floor laughing, but they don't get it. They're like, well, that's kind of funny. Like uh-huh, it's yeah. like that. Like you have to know the personality of the character. It's just it's like character development is important in those shows. Absolutely. And so But they're also shows that you can pick up and just watch, but they're not as good that way unless you know the Like characters. if you watch it from the middle. Yes. Yeah. And like when I the first time I watched that in the middle, I was like, Same. Eh, or just like episodes it. here or there. But there's like a storyline going on too, where like there's like drama and like relationships and love and um we're well, yeah and so in turn with this i absolutely cannot stand reality tv i mm. won't watch it i don't have any interest is in that, it why is that do you think it do you have a theory it triggers my it triggers my anxiety mm. like i get mad angry sad like yeah it's too much for me yeah and I, I don't, I, when I like sit down to watch TV, I'm not trying to feel all that. Like yeah. I'm good. Like my sister, she watches the bachelorette like constantly. Yeah. If I like walk in the house, she knows to turn it off. Yeah. Cause like I'm not. Well, when we lived together, I remember me and Alex, her sister would always go and watch it together and you never wanted to join. I never understood because I, I personally love reality. It TV. upsets me. I think reality TV out of all TV right now, I think t- TV television is dying. It's like a dying breed. Totally. And I think reality TV is the only thing that's surviving. That's surviving. I'd like to make a point that in high school I was voted most likely to be on a reality TV show. And I still believe that to be I true. Stand. <laughs> I fucking stand. And here it is. Here's our reality show. No, but, but I actually do truly believe that that they, You've you've just never changed, have you? No, because not really. If if you would go on a reality show, you would win. I'm like, should I apply? Or, like, not that there's a winner, but you would be the most entertaining person to watch. But now that I'm like in a relationship, I'm like, I can't do any of yeah. them. They're all like couples on the beach, couples in the volcano. You're one of those people that would be famous in a freaking heartbeat if you just 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 went for it one time. <laughs> but. On the other side, like you would completely just trash your reputation forever because I'm, like, the whole I, world would would see things that you probably don't want the whole world to see. Not I, like there's not like you're out there doing anything bad, but you know this what is I like mean. the refined version of me here. Yeah. I'm like I've always said if I because people on reality shows are like balls you have to, the to walls. be unhinged. Yeah, like unhinged is how you get famous. Yes, and if I went on a reality show and was unhinged, which is how I would get attention and get famous, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that my life would be very unhappy yeah like, i feel like i'd be very into the, you would have the attention the but party scene and like yeah. just like getting the wrong kind of attention and you've been and a lot happier since you haven't been in that scene like even the more i neglect social media which is funny because we're doing a podcast but well that's yeah when i first asked you to do this i i wasn't sure if you would because you've been so but this is different like i'm doing most of the like social media side of it and you just have to log into like our bo- I feel like bad this therapy. is something positive. Like yeah. it's not it's not us going on here, going on here. <laughs> it's not us getting <laughs> yeah, 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 shaking yeah. booby or you know, shaking booby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shaking shaking because butt that's cheek. was our plan B, and we chose to do this. Instead. <laughs> plan B is shaking booby, <laughs> and then shaking butt cheek. But it's just not like that. It's more just singular butt. You cheek. know, it's therapy for people. Like yeah, and I feel like a lot of the feedback that we've gotten yeah in terms with how we opened this podcast yes is nothing but love support so amazing people saying that they feel like they're hanging out with us they think it's so funny they feel relaxed when they're listening to this yeah someone literally told me they were like 
you know, it's called bad therapy. What's funny is it's almost like therapeutic for you guys, it seems like. Huh. And us. on here like just healing ourselves. <laughs> I was like, are we? Well, because our last podcast, we got pretty deep into some topics. Um, and Relatable, relevant. Relatable. And, and they said like, it made me think about, oh my gosh, I've always felt this way about myself. So I was like, that's cool because we definitely didn't come to do this. Like to specifically... Like the whole point is like, don't come here for therapy. Just come here to like feel be- a little bit better. Like, but don't like, but it's totally. cool that people are actually being like, that's relatable. Being supportive. And I agree. Cause it's hard. I didn't realize that about myself, you know? And it's hard to put yourself on camera like this. Like to come on here and say, <laughs> yeah. shake your booby. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. It seemed pretty easy. Who just knows? Like Obama could it. be watching this. And Ob- <laughs> yeah, that's honestly out of the 300- Obama's watching. <laughs> And it's it's intimidating, but it's also for a reason. Like we're doing it mm-hmm. for a reason, and I feel like it's had a very positive impact so far. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited to continue with it. Me too. And I and we've made it. You know, some people don't even make it to podcast number three. I can't reach my fucking. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> your arm is longer than my fucking I know, whole I could body. I can literally hold the back of your neck from over <laughs> yeah, here. You're like, so, uh, Aphantasia, Jesus, we like to get off track, don't we? ADHD <laughs> podcast. Welcome to ADHD we Christmas. <laughs> so, looping back to Aphantasia on this ADHD podcast, <laughs> Aphantasia is where you can see or not see things. Right. So, there's something called hyper Aphantasia where it's like they, I think that's what you would have. Yeah. Where you see vivid. I, I, let me look it up, actually. Yes. So, this is where you are. So, hyper Aphantasia is the condition of having extremely vivid mental imagery. So that's you. So you have hyperaphantasia. I and do. I have aphantasia. And then there's like a spectrum in, in between, which I think I fall between the zero and one to two spectrum because I can't... Okay, for example, like manifesting. They say visualize your future. Visualize exactly what you want, what car you want, what you want your house to look like. And I've always hated that because I'm like... I can't visualize it. I cannot close my eyes and visualize. I can tell you what I want it to look like. I can like think about what I want it to look like. But as far as seeing an, a clear image in my head of what I want it to look like, I cannot you do it. can't see it. Yes. And I'm the complete opposite because yes. like, when I'm thinking Crazy. about contracts, I'm literally watching in my head the buyer signing the contracts, the contracts being completed, the money going into my bank account, the followers following me on instagram that is insane i see it i see it i make it happen and i think that's a huge part of the reason i've been i shouldn't say financially successful but well yeah successful in my career is because i i put so much emotional physical energy into these things happening like not even by choice and i see it like i can't stop thinking about it i can turn off the like the mental image but i am constantly thinking so like where yours is visual, mine is very internal. Like, like I, I feel it. It's almost like, you know, in storytelling when they say like omni, on omnipotent, omnificent, 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 where it's like all knowing, all seeing, like yes. basically like bird's eye view of the whole, like that's how I am with what I th- I'm thinking or seeing. Like you're the narrator. Basically. Like I'm the narrator, but there's no narration. It's just like a a, a knowing. That or, totally or makes you, sense. Have you heard of like um clear cognizance? And let me read the exact definition. Literally translated meaning clear knowing. That feeling when you just know something without having an idea of how you know it. So meaning there's no image, there's no voice in your head. It's just like a feel it's almost like a feeling, but it's 
you know it. It's like a sixth sense. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's like it's like someone put the thought in your head, but there was no voice that said it to you. It's just it's just you just know. Okay. So that's how I would explain my my visuals. Like in a sense, that's kind. It kind of explains it because I don't I don't see something, but I I just know it's there. Okay, that makes sense. Right? Okay. So, however, claircognizance, this is a whole different topic. I've been told by psychics before, or actually there was one crazy time where I was working at my bar and a couple came up to me. This is actually insane. They came up to me and they were asking me some weird questions about like, when's your birthday? Like, what is this? Da-da-da. Do you have weird dreams? This and that. And I'm, answer- I'm looking at them like, yeah, like how do you Do you want my all- social security card? No, but too? I was like yes how do you know all of this about me that's wild and it was the honestly the craziest shit ever so the boyfriend he could see spirits in the room so he was explaining his but he's like but my girlfriend who was also sitting next to him was like i, I have what you have and it's clairvoyance and i was like what so they were clairvoyance clairvoyance which is the all-knowing feeling and then we started talking about our dreams and she was like, I see things in my dreams. I was like, no fucking way. So do I. And so we got into this whole conversation and basically at the end of it, they were like, he, so he could see like in their house, they lived together. He was like, I can see spirits in the room, even if I'm not in the room. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah. But he's like, but it's not scary. And I was like, is it scary? You know, and like, I'm, are they I'm, mad? Sitting, yeah. I'm sitting here vetting them. Like, is this real? You know, but I have had the experiences that his girlfriend were describing were the same things that I had experienced. So I was like, okay, there's some validity to this because hearing what she's saying would also sound crazy to someone that had never experienced that. So maybe because I haven't experienced what he has experienced, it sounds crazy. But he would say, like, if we're in our bedroom and there's like a ghost or a spirit in the kitchen. He's like, I know they're there. Like, even if he's not in the same room, yeah. like, all the way across the house. He's like, I can close my eyes and I can, like, see them there. And in the room, like, he it's can like see I them. like, I see dead people, like the movie. Yes. Like, but but I'm like, isn't that freaky? He's like, it, it is at first, but you, you learn to live with it. And he's like, his, he said his mom and his sister, they all have the same, like, gift, so I guess. So it's like something that's, like, passed down. It's almost like genetic. Like I don't know. I would assume, right? Because if it's, like, a family thing. Because for me, what... And you have that? No, so what he has is different. I have what he was describing as claircognizance. Clairvoyance is the other one. So clairvoyance is, I think, let me look it up again. So clairvoyance is the claimed psychic ability to gain information about an object, person, or location, or physical event through extrasensory perception. So I guess, in other words, dreams. So why do you think you have this? Like what what triggered you into knowing that this was something that existed? A lot of different things. So specifically, I would have always assumed that I had clairvoyance looking by definition because I have dreams that literally see the future. Come true. And it's funny because you've, you've always come at me like when things happen and you're like, I had a dream about that. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. But I never put two and two together. That, that was like actually something like a, almost a gift that you had that you could. It took me a very long time. The first time I ever experienced a dream that saw the future and I'm not just talking saw the future I'm talking same people same place same seat same conversation like almost like when it was when it happened in real life I'm sitting there replaying my dream like I've and it wasn't like deja vu okay I'll I'll give you a little insight on the dream I guess it was in middle school so it was a long time ago and I had fallen out with a 
a couple of friends that I had been really close with. And there was four of us. And I was the one that got kind of like X'd out of the group. You know how middle school is. Yeah, you're, was, the, you're the bad guy. Turn. It was my turn to be the bad guy. You're the bad guy. And I, for months and months and months, wished that they were my best friends at the time. You know, as much as you can be best friends with someone when you're fucking 12. Well, when you're in middle school, that's like the only thing that matters. So, yeah. yeah. But I... And you know me, I like, I really, I deep, deep relationships. I really put a lot into like my friendships and I, they mean more to me sometimes than I think people see me as to them. So I'm really upset about this. And I thought about it a lot. And one random day, like eight months later, I'm at this point moved on from the situation. I don't care anymore. I have a dream and it's so vivid. And this is where, when I was saying earlier that I usually dream and I don't see anything some dreams very vivid it's like a like a premonition like yeah almost of of life it's crazy that's so weird so whenever i have those dreams i'm always like ever since then but i'm getting off track now so so i have this dream and it's so clear and it's we're at the we're in the lunchroom we're sitting at this exact table next to the principal's office i'm sitting there alone or with someone and i'm chatting or i'm eating or whatever this is in your dream in my dream and two of the girls of the three come up and start talking to me they apologize they say we missed you they kind of like you know air their grievances and and want to fix our relationship and I'm sitting there like dumbfounded because I'm I'm like I dreamt this this exact situation you two and I remember when I had the dream I woke up the next morning hella sad that it wasn't real yeah yeah and it was like two weeks later that this happened that's insane and it was exactly how my dream was and you'd think for someone who can't see things visually yeah. that would be like the opposite right. like you think i'd be having like premonitions right. like every five which minutes. is why i think i can distinguish the difference between the two like when i don't have like visuals i know that there's no visual where like your boyfriend was trying to argue saying that like it, it's just everyone perception. sees the same but I've, yeah. I've had two different experiences so like i know i i i personally i believe that i know the difference it's almost like your brain telling you this isn't real and this is real right like Weird. this is black Whoa, this is I, black and white and this is color. I've never thought of it that way. Well, I mean that makes sense because for that me, does. someone who sees everything in color, a dream like that wouldn't stand out to me. Right. I have like crazy vivid lucid dreams, dreams where I can control myself, like dreams where I can control my body, control the narrative all the time. Really? All the time, but it's not real. I bet because you have such a like vivid imagination it The way like. that I can control my being and my dream is unbelievable i can wake myself up like this if i don't like the dream if it's panicking so that's something that i can't do because there's been times where i've been in a dream and it's like i know i'm dreaming so what is that like lucid dreaming i know i'm dreaming i know that i need to wake up but i and i can see it's so weird okay so i'll try to explain it i'm trying to like open my eyes and i can see the like the light like peering through like my actual eyes like slightly opening but then it like snaps shut. Like I see like this like glimmer of light and then it like closes and I'm like screaming in my head, wake up, wake up, wake up. But I cannot wake up. That's crazy because for me, that's it. I say, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Three times I shoot out of bed Whoa. because I'll be having dreams a lot of the times that yeah. I don't want to have. Yeah. They're not comfortable. They're very vivid. It's scary. It's emotional. A lot of the times my boyfriend will say like I wake up screaming, but I wake up. Because when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. Right. And I can control, like, you know how people say when they're in a dream and they're moving slow, like running through mud and things are chasing them, but they can't move fast enough. I can always move, do what I want to do. 
See, okay, I can relate to the other thing that you just said because there's sometimes where I'm in a dream and I'm trying to like get somewhere and I can't move. And I don't know if it's because my physical body is asleep. So like my body is like sluggish. I've, I've like, done a yeah. lot of like thought of thinking about this. Like, yeah, my body's asleep. So obviously I'm not moving. So I don't know if I'm like trying to like, if it's like my brain working with my actual physical body rather than my imagination, because I feel like my dreams are so real that it's almost like, but they're real, but they're black and white. Well, obviously like, I mean, honestly, I should have a dream journal because I can't pinpoint certain dreams and like whether they were vivid or whether they weren't. I've definitely had dreams that have had images and pictures and, and, you know, I used to be able to, when I was like in middle school, like when that time in my life, when that story previously happened, I used to be able to fall asleep to like an entire scenario in my head. And I, I used to really believe in manifesting way back then because I would imagine something happening and then it would happen. But I would do it as I was falling asleep. And like kind of put it into the dream. Yeah. 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 Like I would start the dream with like a scenario of this or that. Like if I liked a boy, like I would imagine like talking to the boy and like us falling in love. And then and then I swear <laughs> to God, like two weeks later, that boy would be like, I love you. I'm obsessed with you. Like I have swear. my babies. No, I swear. But nowadays... Obviously, that's not like the things I like try to manifest, but I, I'll, I'll try to manifest like a job or a career or this, that. I can't visualize something for the fuck of me. I feel like that muscle gets tired and like mm. you have to kind of put effort into doing that because I do the same thing before I'm falling asleep. Like whatever I want to dream about, I think about before I fall asleep. And obviously, like your thoughts wander mm -hmm. and you have negative wandering thoughts when you're falling asleep. That's just like the way it is. Yeah. And I will go into these weird dreams. And there's only been one time in my life where something happened to me that I couldn't control. So I'm in my bed and I'm thinking, I, I don't know, I, had, I was in a very negative point in my life. I had a very negative thoughts at this time. And I was falling asleep thinking about like just paranormal, bad, negative things. And I fall asleep. I'm in my bed. And I remember the second I fell asleep, I felt my body like fall I, this sounds crazy. I felt my body fall out of my body. So my like soul, if you want to call it. Some people call that like astral projecting. Have you heard that? I've heard of it. And I hadn't heard of this at the time. This was like a long time. This is like probably five years ago. Yeah, we were living in San Diego. I rolled when I fell asleep. I felt myself fall asleep and I rolled out of my body onto the floor. I thought I fell out of bed. I was like, like, damn, bitch, you're moving around a lot. Like, <laughs> get back in bed. So I look up to get back in bed. My body is in the bed. I'm sleeking in the bed like I'm stiff as a board. My body's in the bed. I'm on the floor. And this is when I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm tripping. And as I can't even tell you how real this was. Like my presence, as real it is, as it is here right now, was on the floor. My body's in the bed. But I don't have like complete movement of my body. Like I can tell my body in the bed is paralyzed and I'm trying to move. Like, like could you see your body in the bed moving? stiff as a board that's fucking crazy and immediately i was panicked i was like something really bad is gonna happen if i don't get back into my body you need to get back into your body now and then all of a sudden i'm thinking about all these things that are like waiting i know this sounds crazy but like no 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 i i honestly i've heard shit like this there's before, things but waiting the fact that this happened to you and this and this isn't even something i believed in but i'm thinking there's things waiting to take over my body so you better get the fuck back in it but I couldn't crawl back up into the bed and get back into my body. That wasn't an option. So I start moving across the floor. My bedroom doors open and across the hall from me was one of our roommates bedrooms at the time, a girl I was really close with. And I was trying to go like wake her up. 
I was going to go wake her up with my body on body. the floor. Yeah. Go shake her and say, go wake Madison up right now. Please wake her up. And I was crawling across the floor. I get to the door of my bedroom and it slams shut. Slam shut. The slamming of the door, because my door was like a janky old house. That, like It was kind of yeah, stuck. Yeah, I remember that. Loud noise. I snap back into my body and I'm awake. I'm in my bed. I'm awake. My fucking bedroom door is shut. And I went to sleep with it wide open. And I'm drenched. I'm covered in sweat. And I have chills all over my body. My bedroom door is shut. It's three in the morning. And I lay there like paralyzed for like hours. I can tell that there's like, and again, once again, I didn't believe in spirits or ghosts or any of these things at the time. It's not like I was like, oh, there's a demon. Right. But it felt like. How do you explain that? And why I laid there for hours knowing that, like, it felt like they were waiting for me to fall back asleep. Because I was in the mindset where if I left my body, they were going to take it. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. That's crazy. We lived together during this? Paranormal fucking activity. I remember you telling me this story, but you never went into like such detail. I was like, like, people are going to call me crazy, right? Like I would have believed you. You would have. But a lot of people would not have. That fucking sounds terrible. But I knew I wasn't making it I up. I remember there was an era where you were be like, I've been having really bad sleep paralysis. Bad, bad, bad sleep paralysis. You know what I've noticed? My sleep paralysis is always really bad when I've been not sleeping very much. That was the time where I was out a lot. Do you want to hear my sleep paralysis story? Please. Okay. Remember my old apartment that I lived in at the summit? Yes. Okay. I had just gotten back from like, I don't even remember what it was. I had been gone all weekend, only a weekend. I come back. I was living with roommates. We lived in an apartment. There were like four of us that lived together. I worked at a coffee shop at the time. So I had to be up early the next morning, 7 a.m. I had work and I go to sleep and I, I'm, I remember I was having a hard time falling asleep because my roommates in the living room were being really loud. So it was really bothering me. I kept like looking at the bottom of the door and the light was on and I could hear all of them, all of them, their voices so clearly. They're all talking to each other, being so loud. So finally, after like the third time of like falling asleep and being woken up by this, I go out there and I'm walking out there and I'm looking at them to tell them to be quiet. And all of a sudden I kick a mini fridge that was on our floor it was like a mini fridge was on the floor and it was filled with a bunch of beer bottles and all of the beer bottles fall down and I wake up and I open my eyes and I'm standing in the living room exactly where I was dreaming that I was sleeping, sleeping lights out. No one's out there. And I look around and I'm like in the exact spot in my dream that I had walked into. But in my dream, everyone was awake. My roommates were there. And it had been like two hours of, of this, me looking in the lights And on. did you actually knock the beer bottles all over the yes, floor? Yes, I actually kicked them and knocked them over, and that's what woke me up. And so I go back into my room, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Where I'm am I? Like, what's happening? Out. Yeah, I'm like, why am I in the living room? Why was I just talking to my roommates? Like, yes, you could say, okay, you're sleepwalking, but why did it feel so fucking real? And there were times, like, throughout the night where, like, I would – fall asleep and I like I couldn't really move but then I would wake up but so then the next thing 
like a couple years later again i i think it was after we went to my birthday in um san diego or something i come home i'm sleeping in my bed and this is when i was saying like when i'm trying to wake up and i can see like the light but i i can't wake up i'm deep in my sleep it's like the middle of the night and i have my tv on and i'm sleeping and all of a sudden i start i don't remember exactly what the dream was that was freaking me out but i wanted to wake up i wanted to wake up I wanted out of that dream. I'm like, and I remember screaming, wake up, wake up, wake up. And I'm seeing like the light through my eyes, like open and then close and open and close. And I know that I'm sleeping. I know I'm in a dream and I know that I'm stuck. I can't move my body. And you can't wake yourself up. I can't wake up. up. Yeah. And so finally I open my eyes and I open my eyes and I see this woman in a white dress down to the floor, standing at the bottom of my bed. And then I say, wake up. And I wake up and I'm, and I'm sitting up in my dream. I'm sitting up looking at this woman. And then when I say, wake up, and then I open my eyes and I'm sitting up staring at the exact, everything is the same. I'm in my room. But she's gone. She's gone. And now I'm like, I'm sitting there like, am I awake? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. You wake up and you're like, okay, so they're still here. I just can't see them now. (laughs) Literally. And they're waiting for me to go back to sleep. But, but it was freaky. But I never got, I've never had like that feeling where I'm like, something's like gonna like take over my body. This feeling, yeah, the, this feeling that I had was very bad. Yeah, like, like this dark. is why I was like, I'm scared of it because it was very negative. Yeah. And I don't know if that was because I was in a negative mindset. Probably, you probably attracted that maybe. If you I mean, like, in that. the way that I was in that moment, I was like, they want my body. Yeah. Like, they. Which is crazy that you're that it's aware. Funny, like maybe they dream. got me. <laughs> no, definitely I'm here not. Now. I'm here now. Like, they fixed you. But you, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> like, I'm amazing. Thank you. <laughs> and like, you had a really weird scenario with your grandma passing too, right? Oh, okay. So yes, one night I'm sleeping. I'm sound asleep, and I'm dreaming. And all of a sudden, and earlier I talked about my dreams being kind of like all black. So I'm dreaming, and I can't remember what. I was dreaming about before this specific moment that I remember, but all of a sudden I, I start, I start hearing someone talk about death or dying or you're going to die or they're dead or this death. And it starts getting louder and louder and louder until I finally woke up because it freaked me the fuck that's, out. Cause that's horrible. It was freaky. Death, and death, I, dying, death. You're dead. And, and it's all black. Like I'm not seeing anything. I'm just hearing like all of these. It's voices. funny. Me and my hyperaphantasia, I can see it clearly like death, death, dying. Like yeah. that sounds horrendous. So, and I remember so vividly it, it was black and I'm just hearing all of these like, like things, which normally I don't, I don't, here it's things. normally not that vivid it's for not you audible yes ever i'm like 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 it's in wake my up, head like, almost fuck. like i'm already awake because when i opened my eyes i felt like i was already awake but i had just had my eyes closed so anyways i'm sitting there in my pitch black room it's like the middle of the night and i'm laying there and i'm looking at the ceiling you know when you wake up from a dream and it's dark in your room you can't see anything you're just like kind of looking around like trying to process what just happened That's so why i'm so glad Carson's there when I wake up because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me. God, yeah. Oh, it was just a dream. Hold me. It was just a dream. So I do that. I wake up. I look around, and all of a sudden, I have my legs out down on my bed, and, and right next to my feet, I feel the pressure of someone sit down, and I almost like hear it. The feeling of someone sitting down was so real. I mean, you know when someone sits on your bed. Yeah, it's like, like I want to say that there was like a creaking on my bed. Like and a, like a give, like the like bed like kind of gives. Oh, it, yeah. I felt like it go down and like 
like someone sat. And that's when I start throwing immediate hands. So what I did hands. is I swear to God, whipped my motherfucking feet up so quick, <laughs> turned the light on. I had my lamp next to my bed, turned the light on. And I looked down and there's nothing there. Obviously nothing there. And I'm sitting there like this and quivering was, in the corner. And I'm like, I'm, I'm scared, but I'm not. I'm like freaked out. I'm like, what the hell? But I'm not like scared. Like, which is weird because I feel like, you know, because I think maybe I was like. You'd feel like at that moment, if something bad was there, you'd be. I would feel it. Terrified. Like when I woke up with chills yes. and drenched in like sweat. Something like something bad was there. Bad. You so didn't feel that way. I did not feel that way. I did feel freaked out because I, I, I didn't know what was going on. And I sent, I was dating a guy at the time and I sent a text to him kind of just like explaining what had just happened. It kind of helped me keep my mind off things for a second. Like, like get on your phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like tell him what happened. Maybe he was going to reply. He didn't. So eventually I fall back asleep. I don't remember falling asleep that night, but I do remember waking up. My mom had woke me up that next morning um, and she looks really sad. She's like, are you awake? Can we talk? She wakes you up and she's like, are you awake? <laughs> okay, well, maybe not exactly like that. Well, no, I think she opened my room door and I was like awake already. Yeah. Sitting in my bed and she's like, okay, you're awake. Like, do, do you have a second to chat? Someone, like, what the fuck's going on? Nana, my great grandmother who was basically your grandmother basically yeah. my sister like she like grew up she lived in my house she was like i'm an only child she was like my sibling nana passed away last night and immediately i'm sobbing all of a sudden you know i'm crying i'm grieving i'm this and that and then all of a sudden i remember what had happened like what had happened that, was not even that long ago and so i go and i check my messages and i sent that text my mom my mom said that she passed away the doctor said because she was at a a nursing home a health facility because she needed round the clock care she's old as fuck and they said she passed away between 3 and 5 a.m and the time i sent the text was at 3 58 exactly on the dot so right in the goddamn middle right in the middle literally i knew immediately once i heard that that it was her because i've never experienced anything like that before it's like she came to say goodbye but she like she came to say goodbye but in her of course She's scared of the living bejesus out of me. Because you're alive still and you don't understand those things. And I didn't understand. And I'm not, I'm not like, I can't see spirits and I can't talk to spirits. And maybe she tried to visit me in my dream, but maybe I wasn't perceptive and it woke me up. And then she was there and I heard her, I felt her sit on my bed. I didn't know what was going on. Well, it's shocking, right? Like whether you're scared, whether it's bad or good, it's for people like that don't know about that thing, like know about that thing. (laughs) People don't know about that thing. People don't believe in that kind of thing. Right. Or even if they do believe in it, like when you experience something like that. Especially without, like maybe if I could see the spirits, it would be less If it was as simple as they walk up and they give you a hug and say goodbye. Or in my dream, if she was able to like infiltrate my dream somehow and say goodbye and I'm like this and that. No, it's never that simple. But it was... so vague and a little spooky but the question is can you see the future because you're kind of a supernatural sixth sense looking ass bitch (laughs) i'd be looking like that bitch like honestly what do you want to hear the craziest we'll end the podcast with the craziest story that i could possibly give me your worst okay you're not even gonna believe me i feel like no one believes me i don't even sometimes sometimes, no one ever believes this shit sometimes i literally question if this really happened but three quarters of the people clicked off this podcast they're like supernatural my ass yeah and fine you're lost we're just telling ali's gonna premonition the fucking yeah i see your future and you are a loser (laughs) 
Okay, so the craziest, to date, the craziest story that I have. I have a few, but this is the craziest. So I'm sleeping one morning. I am dreaming that this mountain in our city is on fire. And it's a mountain that has caught on fire before. So some may say, oh, you were just dreaming because it's happened or it's just a coincidence or whatever. So I'm having this very vivid ass dream. I'm dreaming that Colin Ranch is on fire. The entire hill, houses, I'm I'm visualizing people with hoses, hosing the mountain down, all of the all of the things. And I wake up to the sound of the wind hitting my window. And I'm like, okay, the first thought that I had was I look at my phone, it's five in the morning, I'm in my house, I'm not in Collin Ranch. I'm clear across town actually. And I'm I'm like, that's such a good thing that that was just a dream because it gets so windy in Collin Ranch. If it's windy in the valley. You can only imagine how windy it is. And what a terrible like weather to have during a fire. God forbid some idiot started a fire in their backyard. When it's so windy. I go back to sleep. I'm like, okay, it was just a dream. I'm in my room. Hours are passing. I don't know what I'm doing. But all of a sudden I get a phone call and he drives for FedEx. So he's he calls me and he makes a joke. He's like, did you set so-and-so's house on fire? Someone that we knew that lived in Collin Ranch. Someone who was very naughty, whose house probably should have been set on fire. <laughs> very naughty person. But no. <laughs> I didn't set their house on fire, but what's crazy is I dreamt that that entire neighborhood was on fire this morning. And he goes, well, it's on fire right now. Mind you, it's 1 p.m. in the afternoon, and I had this dream at 5 a.m. that morning. So I go, yes. So I go, okay, I tell him, and he's all, yeah, it's on fire. And I, I honestly, on the phone, I don't think he understood the amount of shooketh. Like, the fact that you had actually dreamt that Colin Ranch was on fire, and then it was on fire. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I didn't, he's like, ha-ha, hearty He's har. laughing, yeah. thinking, ha-ha. I don't know if he thought it was, like, joking. I was dead serious. I'm all, what time did the fire start? Oh, 10 a.m. I dreamt that that hill was on fire five hours before it caught on fire. So, bottom line on, is... On my life, you're on my dog's life, on my mom's life, on everyone's life, on your life, on my life, I swear I had this dream and this five hours before it caught on fire. to being the first time this has happened. No. Like, you've come at me multiple times and be like, oh, that's weird. I dreamt that. Yeah. Crazy. Had a dream about but, that. But it's hard to decipher whether it's going to happen because sometimes it happens a couple weeks later. But that one was definitely the most... Realistic? The most relevant? That one was the most... Yeah, like realistic. Like it happened the minute after you woke up, basically. Kind of felt that way. It, although it was five hours later, it was just... I it mean, was just such a weird coincidence. And yes, some may say it's a coincidence. But to me, I'm like, how do you literally explain that? The non-believers that? will say it's a coincidence. But how do you explain that? I mean, you literally cannot. The non-believers will be like, "Why oh, well, she saw something on the news that like triggered her to dream." I about- think I told my mom at one point. She goes, "It must have just been your coincidence, like, like a coincidence because you had been up there a lot, and, like you know." But like that paired with the Nana thing, paired with the the friends, paired thing, with everything. Like also, you're, you're a witch, men- and and like <laughs> also stay the fuck away from me. Watch out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but it's true. Avidi kidivi. Avidi kidivi. That's actually what we don't say. Us witches. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, yeah, there was a lot of things where I'm like, you could tell me that I'm. it's a coincidence, that I'm lying, that it was just a dream. But how do you 
explain that. And I wish I were I were making it up. I wish I were lying. I wish I were exaggerating. I swear. I believe you, Allie. And the next time you tell me that you dreamed about something or something's going to happen. <laughs> I swear I need to keep a dream journal or something. I'm just going to grab my wine. and. But it's been a few years since I've had really vivid dreams like that. Like, you know, we were talking about the aphantasia thing and like nowadays it's very rare that I see images, but those are the few times where I have seen. Well, and the next time you have that, like, let me know because (laughs) like clearly, clearly when you're dreaming black and white, it's almost like, like we talked about earlier, like the differential between your brain saying not real, Mm -hmm. real. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. And sometimes I have dreams where I'm like, where I do see things or remember it the next usually for me it's not I'm just putting the connection together of like the visualizing it versus it being black and white but usually I I've based it off of whether or not I remember it the next day because if I wake up remembering the dream it's not that real no it is real oh if you remember it, it is real if I wake up remembering the dream I I feel like it comes true. Whereas if I dream something like I might have a very vivid dream or a very like interactive dream, but then I wake up and 20 minutes later, I can't tell you what I did in my dream versus when I have a very, very vivid dream. And, and then like, I could tell you three weeks later in detail exactly what and I it saw. It actually is like, um, what is it when like a, like a sightseer has a vision? Yes. Like where it's actually something that it's sticks. like a premonition. It really is. And it's very weird, and I don't know why. If you're here to get premonitioned, have your future told, you know, have Ali spill <laughs> your deepest, darkest secrets. You know, she could have a dream about you. We'll never. I know. know everything about everyone at all times, and that is that on bad therapy. And I can hear Morgan Freeman talking <laughs> in my head, so it's a win-win. <laughs> we have our strengths and we have our weaknesses, and we'll see you next Thursday on Cheers. bad therapy. I'm glad we drank at the same time. It's good luck.